This episode of the Fonzcast is brought to you by... Oh, fuck! Sprinkles! Which would like to remind you that the Fonzcast may contain adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Alright, hey, hey, Fonzcast Friday. Hey everybody, this is Josh. I am down at Airquote Studios on this nice December day. I am all by myself. No Fonz, no Nick, no Mike. Um, we've been having some trouble getting together over the holiday season, finding time. So uh, we are going to be bringing you a little bit of a clip show. But I did arrange to have a special caller here at the beginning. And they should be calling in just one second. Oh, there he is. Hello, who's there? Hey, hey, it's our host, everybody. Hey, Fonz. Hey, how's it going, man? Like, I, I just don't know. I just didn't feel right listening to the show. Right? No, I'm glad. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you even if it's uh, telepathically or however you want through the phone, whatever you want to call this. Um, yeah. I call it telepathic. Yeah, I like it. I like that telepathic it is. <laughs> telepathic it is. So hey, it's uh, it's kind of like a normal Fonz Cast Friday then. We're just uh, we're recording episode forty one. Forty one, man. Jesus. I know, right? That, that's quite a bit of shows. It is. Well, this is an interesting little bit. Uh, tomorrow is the second annual Old Wolfie Productions holiday party. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I can't wait either. It's going to be a blast. Um, but last year when we did this, the party, we were recording episode 50 of the of my show, of the Josh Cole Bluegrass Show, but we were recording episode 11 of the Fonz cast. <laughs> and now here it yeah, is a year later, and we're, we're going to be recording, uh, well, I guess when we record tomorrow, it'll be for episode 42, is this right here, what we're doing today is 41. Yeah, no. we're, we're, we're pulling it right along, man. So what's your show at? Are you, like, at 100 yet? Uh, no, 90 just came out this week. So we're getting close. Dude, you should get, like, everybody that you've ever had on the show on for episode 100. It would be, you're, I want to plan something big. Uh, I was trying to do the I mean, math. Well, I was trying to figure like out, five, like, if I... like five of us, right? It's like five of us? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, but I was trying to count it out. Let's see. So it's 10 weeks from now. If I do one a week, you know, it's... We'll have to organize something, but I, I, I got lost in the math. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. You, you've been pretty, you've been plugging away. Like I said, uh, you know, I got a big shout out to Josh. He's, he really is like our own Dr. Dre. Um, <laughs> he's just pushing the talent to produce. <laughs> That's right. I just got to keep producing. <laughs> the producer, Josh. That's right. So episode 41, right? This is kind of a, this is kind of a special one. We've got, uh, we've got Jeff Todd on today. Uh, one perfect shot. He's going to be doing some Christmas movie recommendations, right? Yeah, yeah. Jeff uh, and Mike and myself met at the local pub. We talked about just some favorite Christmas movies, but then he he went off. He had a list of um, sort of off color Christmas movies or um, a little under the radar type Christmas movies. Uh, pretty good stuff. And he's going to be posting it up at his website, OnePerfectShotDB.com. But uh, we talked about him. It's actually there's a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, did you know Iron Man three? Has some Christmas relevance. It does. That's what I said. I mean, there's well, like, like a, I've, I've only actually seen the first, the first one because like my wife she keeps going to watch those movies without me, so I'm thinking she might have something for old Mister, uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, I- Iron Man. Yeah. Well, like, what's his name? He has, like, some cool name. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. No, not his real name. Oh, uh, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, right? That's the coolest name out of all three that you said, and I couldn't fucking remember. <laughs> Like we have a we have a, a special tradition too. Like we don't 
really like probably the mainstream Christmas movies that I watch are like the Christmas Vacation and you know, even like a Christmas story like we gotta put it away for a bit right but, uh, we typically watch uh, Christmas horror movies oh nice yeah like what do you have any do you have any that you like right off the top of your head well like yeah like our favorite one our favorite one we've watched it I'm probably gonna watch it again because I can't watch it any other time of year it's a Christmas movie <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's called uh, Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil. Wow. See, that one didn't yeah. come up. Yeah, that one's on. It's free on YouTube, man. It's 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 done really well. It's from the seventies. Well, I mean, I don't know how Josh. Like every time we talk about movies and Jeff Todd's on, I'm always nervous. You know, like I might say something like, "I think this movie's cool," and Jeff Todd's like, "That movie sucks." And like, you know, he's got this movie thing about him. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? No, but he wouldn't. But, uh, he wouldn't say it sucked. He'd say something like. That movie is pale in comparison when you note that the undertones perceived in the, uh, you know, he would go off on some uh, some tangent that we couldn't understand. I know. And it just makes me feel so inferior. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had actually a really good time sitting down talking about movies. He, uh, he thought of a lot of stuff. Like in his book, I think anything that even takes place in, near, around, or on Christmas counts. So Black Christmas was actually on the list, but Christmas Evil didn't make it. Yeah, Christmas Evil on it. And the other one, our number two over here at the, at, at the Fonz household is uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, yeah. Nice. The remake yeah, or the so, original? Well, the Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original. Nice. So there's like five of them, but I've only seen the first one. <laughs> but again, you know, like, it's interesting. You know, it's just the guy goes crazy. And it's what's funny because, like, every time you kill somebody, he goes, punish. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> just, just speaks Christmas all the way. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's wearing a Santa suit. Well, there you, know? you go. See? Yeah, I mean, this is where it's cold. Santa has an axe. He chops wood. People. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, well, yeah, we've got that. And then uh, what else do we have for this show? We also have... Uh, oh, yeah. Have, uh, you went to go see yeah. one of your favorite guys, right? Yeah, I went, I went to go see the greatest bluegrass band on earth, uh, the Del McCurry Band. And I kind of documented it for the Fonzcast listener. Uh, you know, for better or worse, it starts at the bar, it ends up at the front row of the concert, and there's some yelling and screaming. And yeah, yeah, it was good. That sounds Fonzcast worthy, man. It's totally, totally Fonzcast worthy. But I do got to say, I got to call, I might need to call Shenanigan because... You know, I've been on your show once or twice, uh-huh. and I, I believe you said the Stanley Brothers were the were the uh, the band of choice. Well, but but they're not here. They're not with us anymore. So I feel like the the greatest band on earth, like living oh, on band, earth. Okay. yeah, not not in earth on earth, right on earth, yeah, yeah, like the greatest show on earth kind of a thing, but different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, I have this category too. I have like you know like uh, this band is my favorite band that's alive, and this is my favorite band that's not alive. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Sure, absolutely. They're like, this is my favorite band. That's all vegetarians. This is my favorite band. That's uh, that wears... my favorite left-handed band. All <laughs> right? left-handed. We all have those categories. Yes, yes. Despite the way we watch movies now, but we don't need to get back into that. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I guess on that note, should we uh, should we get into this bit with Jeff Todd? Yeah. So this is uh, Jeff Todd, Michael, and uh, Cheo. I mean, and uh, Josh hanging out at a pub talking about a movie. Yeah. Uh, or a few, right? A few. Yeah, uh, there's right, quite so a that's, few. That's, that's, the, that's the setting. So, uh, totally jealous I wasn't there, but I'm, I'm excited to hear it. So, uh, Josh, do your thing, buddy. There it is. Hey, hey, Fonzcast listeners. We are down at the pub to record a uh, a little bit of a holiday-themed movie review. Uh, Michael's down here with me. No Fonz, no Nick today, but we Thank are joined. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I told them we were meeting on the other side of town. <laughs> so, 
but we were able to uh, corner Mr. Jeff Todd from One Perfect Shot, and uh, he's down here with us. And we're going to talk about uh, what's on the table today. What are we talking about? Favorite Christmas film. Christmas, baby. Christmas movies. Now you're talking about like uh, Christmas Story, right? Those kind of movies? It's only what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Just exclusively that, Christmas Story. Remember that lamp? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do I? Who didn't want to touch that lamp? <laughs> Nobody didn't. That's who. Uh, Nobody didn't a lot. <laughs> no, but uh, Jeff, uh, you have a, you got like a, a list over here, right? We got some, uh, a list I, of... Yeah, yeah. So my favorite Christmas movies isn't... You know, like, It's a Wonderful Life and all that stuff, which is all great. Sure. But I love any film that even hints at Christmas. And mm. I've kind of been cataloging. As I've been watching movies, I'll kind of catalog those films and kind of set them aside. Right. And they're always a potential rewatch uh, when December rolls around. Right, yeah. So it's films like, um, like Black Christmas, Cobra. Um, you know, John Carpenter's Christine, uh-huh. uh, Tales from the Crypt, um, even like Ghostbusters 2. It doesn't matter how brief the mention or scene of Christmas is, it qualifies as a Christmas film if uh-huh. it has one of those two things in it. Uh-huh. Sure. So nice. that's kind of what I've been watching. So yeah, I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about our Christmas movies, yeah. which ones we watch on a regular basis, and then maybe I can make some recommendations sure. on some mm. other ones. Oh, yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Potentially watch and yeah. celebrate the Yuletide with a lot of bullets and blood. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, sure. Fuck words, so, which are which are great. Yeah. And Christmas in the Christmas spirit. Absolutely. So, which one did you watch last night? Last night I actually did John Carpenter's Christine. Mm. Nice. Yeah, which has some. Uh, I don't know if it has a direct mention of Christmas, but it does have Christmas lights on a house. Therefore, perfect <laughs> Christmas movie. Crazy as hell. Perfect Christmas yeah. movie. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, let's start with you, Josh. I mean, what do you think? What's your favorite Christmas film? Oh, I I don't I don't know. That's a good one. I mean, honestly, I I never thought about it in that context before. You don't like I mean, Christmas, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I'm against War the whole on season. Christmas, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it all started with my hatred for Jesus. <laughs> I mean, there's like some of the obvious ones, I guess, that come up. Like Die Hard is a is a is yeah. one. Um, you know, like Michael mentioned earlier. I'm going to steal it before he has a chance to. Gremlins. Uh, you know, whatever. There's <laughs> there goes all the thunder. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and that's the end of the segment. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, and and that's probably about the extent of what I can think of. I mean, as I was as I was just briefly looking at that list you have there, there are A, a bunch of movies I, I didn't know, but then movies I hadn't thought of, like you'd like Iron Man 3 or whatever, things like mm-hmm. that, or, where I yeah. just, there's a lot of them that I didn't consider, like, it hadn't dawned on me. How, what about you, Mike? How, uh, well, yeah, okay, um, one of the ones I like, speaking of Iron Man 3, this falls in the same category, is uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. Renny Harlan. Yeah, an- Davis, but another Shane, another Shane Black. Another Shane well, Black. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I like, like all those Shane Black ones. They're like they're always they're always yeah. Christmassy and they're always. You great. know what's weird though about Long Kiss Goodnight is Just that which I love it. Oh, I yeah. love it, but it's uh, it's all about Christmas until the last five minutes, and they close with like eating cheese on a cliffside what? kind of thing. Is that how that and movie then ends? they <laughs> they, they close not with a Christmas song, but with a uh, there was a group called Cleo Letters to Cleo. Do you remember that? No, uh-uh. There was a group called Letters to Cleo, and they closed with a Letters to Cleo song. And, uh, yeah, they the whole film is fucking action Christmas Shane Black, who also wrote Die or, uh, excuse me, Lethal Weapon. Mm. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And Kiss Kiss Bang Bang uh, is directing the uh, the next Predator film. Yeah. Like, huge Iron Man 3, like, huge director, right? I, actually, uh, fun fact, at the time it was released, 
uh, The Last Boy Scout was written by Shane Black, and that was the highest amount ever paid for a script. Wow. was The Last Boy Scout. But, yeah, I don't know how you have fucking Long Kiss Goodnight, it's all Christmas, and then you close with Letters to Cleo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like, it's like, oh. That's, that's like a record skip. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's like such intentionally anti, like, anti-Christmas movie movie stuff, where it's like, she breaks a reindeer's neck in the movie. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it hits a reindeer with her car, and to put it out of its misery, snaps its neck like an action hero. And I could be wrong. But I think it's the only Christmas film to feature the line "Die screaming, motherfucker!" Die screaming. Dude, look, <laughs> I, I'm we'll pretty have sure. To I could like be that, wrong. But I haven't watched Christmas Story yet this year, but I don't think it's in there. Right. <laughs> if you touch that leg, you'll die screaming, motherfucker. Actually, I think the dad says it when the dogs get the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> the bumpuses. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Long Kiss Goodnight has my favorite Samuel L. Jackson line, where they were talking about. There's a, there's a lot to choose from there. there yeah, 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 yeah. That's a bold but, statement. But, like, she was talking about doing something. She like bit him while she was like fixing a wound, and she was saying like, "Oh, it's like these tribes people do it to take away the to distract you from the pain of taking a woman's maidenhood." And then Samuel Jackson's like, "I usually just punch him in the face and yell, pop goes the weasel.'" Jesus Christ, Samuel. <laughs> so, you know, nothing screams Christmas like that. He also has that great line where the, uh, they, it has one of the famous scenes from the 90s where they're running from an explosion. But he's like, fuck it, run for your life! Yeah. And they have to run from the explosion and jump out the window, and as they're falling down from the building, Gina Davis fires a machine gun into a frozen leg, oh, yeah. breaking up the ice so they, they can, can oh, land. Those are the good old days back when grenade like grenades don't make that much fire in real life. Like they just kinda shoot shrapnel and like hurt guys. But like I loved in like nineties was like they make big fireballs that like chase people around for a half an hour. They're like going around corners and stuff and the fire's like peeking around like where the fuck they go. Yeah, and, like jug they jump out the window and it's like the top story of the building blows up and it's like, Jesus, like, what do you think a grenade is? Yeah. Well, we might be going off on a tangent. How dare you? But I feel like that, that could be a podcast in right. itself. Right. Just tangents. <laughs> Things yeah. that don't make sense. They're not connected to anything. They're just random thoughts. Yeah. That reminds me of something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't in Chain, you remember Chain Reaction with Keanu Reeves? I, vaguely. I think he out ran a nuclear blast on a motorcycle. Yeah, that sounds like a movie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was oh. so Keanu <laughs> does it, and it's cool. Indiana Jones if does Indiana it. Jones. Well, that's unrealistic. If that's a dumb movie. No, no. He wasn't inside the explosion. If he was on a refrigerator that was driving away from the explosion, <laughs> if, it was, if it was faster right. than an explosion... I'm just looking for any of these Actually, double standards. <laughs> no, okay. Judgmental yeah, bastards. All right, since George Lucas likes going back and redoing things, if he changes that movie so that... <laughs> Harrison Ford is surfing on the, on the refrigerator and going faster than in the nuclear explosion. I love that movie now. Okay. Yeah, right, if he does right. that, then, then I'm right. totally down with that movie. God, I hate that movie. Well, he listens to this podcast, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So he'll probably get take your advice. Hopefully they talk about me today. <laughs> George so, Lucas. <laughs> Killing it with impressions today. cast. It's whatever I want it to be. All right, well, uh, Mr. Jeff Todd, why don't you give us some of your recommendations on Christmas movies? So... I talked about uh, Christine a little bit already. Right. Uh, Black Christmas is another one that you guys should watch. It was directed actually by the guy who directed A Christmas Story. Mm. So Christmas Story is actually this director's second Christmas film. It's Bob Clark. Wow. Uh, yeah. And it's a, a uh, it's a Christmas slasher film. Okay. Uh, I highly, highly recommend that one. 
Silent Night, Deadly Night is another one that's kind of a Christmas classic. Wasn't wasn't one of those two remade like somewhat recently in like the past Black, ten years? Black oh, Christmas. Silent Night, Deadly Night was yeah. Okay, that I think that was made with. Uh, I think Rucker Hauer, actually. Oh. If I'm not mistaken. No, 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 I'm thinking I'm thinking of something newer. Like it had like it was like the final destination guys like made it or something. Maybe I'm making hmm. I don't know. Made, well, but Black Christmas also had a remake a couple years ago. That might be what I'm thinking of. It could be, yeah. Um But just that I'm looking at these films, like Enemy of the State is another one. Is that it? takes that's a Tony Scott film. Yeah, and that takes place on that on Christmas. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, Ice Harvest is another great one. That's uh, Harold Ramis, the late great Harold Ramis, who mm-hmm. did Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, Ghostbusters. Caddyshack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was to say, what else did he eat? Yeah. Cool. Little films like Ghostbusters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Cobra, I think I mentioned that one. Cobra uh, has a great Christmas scene right in the beginning when he goes into the grocery store to rescue the hostages. Uh-huh. That's uh, the scene that has the... Uh, you're the disease and I'm the cure line from Cobra, right? <laughs> nice. That's a that's a Christmas one. Uh, Ghostbusters 2, I mentioned that one. That has a great little Christmas scene where all the Ghostbusters are wearing actually Santa hats. Mm. Now I'm going to go kind of obscure here, right? Okay. More so obscure Don, than Ghostbusters 2? More obscure than Ghostbusters 2. Don Johnson has a, a film called Dead Bang, which is actually about white supremacy. Jesus. Great little Christmas scene in yeah. Dead Bang. Wow. <laughs> Don Johnson? Don Johnson. Of Miami Vice fame? Of Miami Vice. <laughs> Even better, Dolph Lundgren from Masters of the Universe has a film called I Come in Peace, which is about an alien who lands on Earth. Dolph Lundgren has the famous line, "You come in." the alien says, I come in peace. Dolph Lundgren says, you die in pieces. Wow. Wait, great wait, is it Christmas an action film. movie? Action film, sci-fi, fucking Christmas. Whoa. This sounds yeah, like it's a... like a trifecta. Oh, this wow. is badass, right? Also... Never mind. So you double that up, I would say, with Turbulence, which is Ray Liotta, who hijacks a plane. But isn't that movie terrible? Yeah, but it's Christmas. I remember... Yeah, sorry, are we talking... Is is good? A prerequisite? I I somehow remember... See, I saw the movie in the theater. And Lauren... uh, It's Ray Liotta and Lauren Holly? Is that her name? I saw it in the theater. That was the one time I I ever saw it. And when when it came out, I was like, fucking, I don't know, 11, 10 or 11 or something? But I somehow remember seeing it in the theater, one, thinking it was awful, and two, noticing there was like four other people in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I remember just like, man, this is a real empty place. Yeah. We're like, it's not a people. great film, but I think it's a pretty fun film. Is it? I, yeah. I genuinely don't remember anything about it. Um, other than Little Michael hates it. A little Michael. Yeah. What does Little Michael know, though? Uh, he knows how much he loves Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Um, Brazil is another great one that takes place at Christmas. That's hmm. Terry Gilliam. You guys know Terry Gilliam? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I've he seen. Did 12 I've seen Monkeys, The Fisher mm-hmm. King. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I love The Fisher King. One of my favorite directors of yeah. all time. I yeah. love The Fisher King. Yeah. Um, so yeah. here's here's going to be some ones that your listeners are going to know, but they may not know it takes place at Christmas. First Blood, the first Rambo film, Dude, that takes place awesome. at Christmas. Wow. Um, Fonz is going to love that. Invasion USA, the Chuck Norris film. Ugh. Wow. Which I first saw with Robert Miller. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, Rocky Four takes place at Christmas. Never seen a Rocky movie. This is one of the gr- whoa whoa <laughs> what? Yeah, so ooh, another record scratch. <laughs> it's like a Mike Shinoda soundtrack seen a up here. Single Rocky movie? No. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I know he like punches me. Actually, I just found out the ending of the first one like less than a week ago. I thought he won the fight, and that's what the whole point of the movie was. But, wow! Yeah, I, I just it was like, wait, 
Rocky loses? <laughs> like, this is like... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> if there's another person like me out there, <laughs> and a kindred spirit this, who's so never... If I were to say Rocky 3 to you, what would you say? Um, the Apollo Creed and him run around on a beach and have a lot of fun together, and in a montage... You would not be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like... I, in, Rob, in Rocky 2, he has a robot butler, right? Robot Butler. Is that Rocky two or four? I don't know. Uh, maybe it I'm is asking two. you. Four is where Ivan Drago that, like, punches Apollo Creed's head off, right? <laughs> Ivan Drago does kill Apollo. Yeah. Okay. Every time somebody dies of boxing, I imagine they die like a rock'em sock'em robot. Have you guys seen? So you haven't seen Creed yet? Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Creed's amazing. No. I would have. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, and in, in Rocky one, he punches uh, a cow corpse, and then he runs up some stairs. Yeah, more or less. That's the movie. Yeah, that's the whole plot of the movie. And he, and he said he hasn't seen it. And then he <laughs> says Adrian and cut me, Mick. And then yeah, wow, wow. He's, yeah, he yells Adrian, gets punched in the face, yeah. <laughs> runs up some stairs, pounds dead, takes his anger out on the cow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. That's the movie. Uh, Batman Returns, obviously. Oh yeah, great, yeah, yeah. great Christmas. Oh movie. yeah, yeah, totally. We talked a little bit about Gremlins. Sure yeah. Um, Does Gremlins two take place on Christmas or no? No. Damn it. No, Gremlins 2 is just, that's a crazy film. That movie's super crazy. Like, yeah. They're like, just kind of seeing what Gremlins stick. There's so yeah. many different kinds well, of yeah, Gremlins. Yeah, what about a lightning Gremlin? What about a badass gargoyle Gremlin that my yeah. little Michael loves? <laughs> I'll talk a little Michael in this episode. That's right. So we all talked about Die Hard. Right. Sure. Um, Go, uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah? Uh, the Ref. The Ref is a great Dennis Leary film. That doesn't seem to have really picked up kind of the Yuletide hmm. uh, rituals that some of the other films have, but really great film. That's actually uh, Kevin Spacey, kind of early on in his career, stars in that film. Wow! Hmm. Um, really, Space really good. Yeah, it, it's a smart film, um, and I think it was directed by Jonathan Demme's brother, who passed away, and I can't remember his first name to save my life. What was it? Ted? Was it Ted Demi? Maybe I think it was Ted. Oh, Demi. that sounds that sounds like a name that yeah. I've heard. Yeah, he passed away. Um, but but great Christmas film. Let's see, what are some other ones here? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Wow. The Jack Nicholson film takes right. place on Christmas. Um, also, another movie that Little Michael oh, loved. Boogie, Boogie Nights. That's Boogie Christmas. Nights has a great. It, oh, yes, Christmas New Year's. <gasps> but I remember now. Still, yeah. Um, Jacob's Ladder. Uh, has a great Christmas scene. War of the Roses. Legend of Hell House. Legend of Hell House. Great Christmas movie. Wow. I would recommend. <laughs> uh, the great World War II movie um, called The Midnight Clear. Yeah. That stars a young Ethan Hawke. That movie's awesome. I remember, like, I, there was another one I saw when I was, like, fucking, I don't know, like 12, 13 or something. And I was, like, with my family and everyone's like, I put away tears. Oh, it's like, you. You wanted to be buddies. I, yeah. I still remember getting the screener for that. And I remember the screener kind of sitting, because I was working at a video store at the time, and the screener was never, nobody ever picked it up. Mm. It just kind of looks boring. It's not really exciting yeah. cover art. And I took it home, and it's just, it, it's an amazing film. Yeah. Um, who else is in that? Kevin Dillon is in that. Ethan Hawke. Have you seen it, Josh? No. Great, great movie. Gary Sinise, that, that's a true, that's that's a true story, right? Or at least a rumored true story. No, I think it is a true story. Okay. Yeah. But it's like World War II, where, like, on Christmas, like, there's, like, it's, like, on this out, there's, like, German forces and American forces that kind of, at various farmhouses, like, they're near each other, kind of in the woods, but they're, like, out of the way, not part of any main battle. And for, like... 
they Christmas pause. Eve, they like have a ceasefire and they have like a snowball fight and stuff and like sing songs and like wow, yeah, it nice. was like yeah, apparently this is a true story and it's like yeah, it's like it's a smart movie. Yeah, it's, wow. it's really good. Yeah. That's a ton. That's a that's a ton of movies. Like yeah, man, there's just there's so many movies. Like I just I love the idea of watching films that have a mention of Christmas or take place on Christmas mm. that that aren't kind of saturated. It's not yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Wonderful Life yeah, or yeah. Christmas Story uh, or Die Hard. Yeah. I, I which, never, I, which I still love. Die Hard is probably my my favorite Christmas film of all time. I yeah. watch that every year. But there's so many films kind of on the peripheral that I think people should check out and yeah. watch. Because um, it, it's a potential to give kind of some more unknown films a chance, mm. introduce them into your um, kind of your holiday routines and right. stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So there's a lot of films. Yeah. Um, I'll put up on One Perfect Shot and, and kind of link back to you guys so yeah. all yeah. the listeners can kind of find some of these. Yeah, oh, sure. there's another one I just thought of real quick. Sorry yeah, to no, it's all kind good. of break this up. But uh, there's one called Running Scared, which is Billy Crystal and oh. Gregory Hines. Wow. Kind of an 80s action film. Incredibly smart. <coughs> Great car chase on the rails of Chicago. So yeah, there's just a ton. Less yeah. than zero, hot oh, fuzz. Yeah, yeah. Wait, less than zero, the British Noel's thing. No, what? Robert Downey Jr. Right? Oh yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Andrew McCarthy and Jamie Gertz. Mm. Uh, it's a cruel summer. Oh no, it's a cruel summer's Karate Kid. What big song came from Less Than Zero? Oh, it's LL Cool J's Going Back to Cali. Yeah, yeah. That was on Less Than Zero soundtrack. Yeah. That's why that. Was. I, I actually don't watch that many like just regular Christmas. Like I. I've seen Christmas Story once or twice, right? I, but I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. I, I don't. It's like if I see movies like, hey, it's a Christmas one, I'm kind of like, eh. yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. Genuinely, is a great. I think it's one of the greatest films ever made. I mean, I mm. love that movie, but there's just it, you just. Yeah, eventually you start to grow tired of yeah. the same movies every single year. Sure. You know, it's it's cool to throw them up. Throw in a movie like Das Boot or uh, Rushmore. Which has a Christmas scene in it. There's okay. a new movie with Salma Hayek uh, that came out last year, or actually earlier this year, called Everly. Everly. That movie's fucking amazing. It is amazing. Directed by Joe Lynch, yeah. uh, who's a great uh, up-and-coming kind of director. Yeah, nice. Um, that takes place at Christmas. It, nice. Um, uh, there's just so many yeah. of them. Yeah. That so I'll, I'll link back to you guys. Yeah. So, so folks, you should go check out uh, OnePerfectShotDB.com. Um, they're also on Facebook and Twitter, and yeah, you, you're going to have some of this content up there, right? Yeah, I'll have it up, and uh, by the time this podcast goes live, it'll yeah. be up. Nice, so, yeah. nice, excellent. Well, I think that's a uh, that's a lot of movie choices for the listeners there. Yeah, I think that'll <laughs> too, uh, too many. Get me through Christmas, yeah. <laughs> this right. Christmas, I'm watching 47 movies. <laughs> that's exactly. I have to watch three a night. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming down and hanging out with us, Jeff. Thanks for meeting us. Absolutely. Um, thanks for coming down, Mike. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. Awesome. Those are good recommendations. All right. Thanks, Jeff Todd of One Perfect Shot. Um, those are a lot of recommendations. And it's a lot of movies. Chris and Christmas E. Right. Not not everything is necessarily Christmas, but they're like there's Christmas in it. Right. 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 Even if it's a murder movie that took place over Christmas, then it qualifies. Yeah. So like so then like Edward Scissorhands. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, I got one. Yeah, um. yeah. He he. Po- <laughs> I got one. Nice. And uh, he posted that list. I think. Uh, and there's even more than what we talked about. He posted it uh, at the website oneperfectshotdb.com. Oneperfectshotdb.com. Right. That's what it is. Yep. 
Yep. Check people can check it out there. Or they also have a wonderful if you're on Twitter, you can follow them there. They post a lot of stuff. Facebook. Um, it's actually it's a movie geeks um, paradise. It really is good. They have a lot of articles, a lot of behind the scenes shots. Um, art, you know, just really really good stuff. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't really think Jeff Todd is a movie geek uh, with just listening to him, would you? Dude, so. The, I mean, you. If for anyone who just listened through that bit, you understand just the the depth and level of movie geek we're talking about. But oh, exactly, he and he doesn't have. But again, he doesn't have that comic book store, you know, where he makes you feel like, um, no, that movie actually didn't have Christmas. That was actually Christmas Eve. Or, right. You know, he's not doing anything like that. You right. Know? <laughs> no, but he uh, off the mic. Him and Michael. I mean, you know, little known fact. Uh, Chael Navy, Mr. Uh, Mike Seacack, <laughs> is quite the movie geek himself. Uh, the two of them were oh, just going yeah. off, and they're like, oh, have you ever seen this one? Oh, I love that director. And did you see that one he did when he was in college? And this was the first thing he ever tried. You know, like, they were they were getting... Wow. They were getting deep see, with I it. Never get into, like, the, I never get into totally, like, the director. Like, I don't... It's, I, I, I definitely, like, admire, like, the, what that's, like, how they... You know, in a way, how they're into all that. Like, I just... Right. I don't know. Growing up, when I saw a movie, I never thought, like, so who the fuck made this? You know, like, I'm like, right. all right, I'll be back. That's great. I don't know. Keep it going, buddy. You know? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Give me one more, buddy. That's right. What happened to Sully? I'll be back. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. Well, anyways, again, you know, Jeff, thanks for hanging out, man. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm, uh, I'll, see, I'll, be there, I'll be there one of these days. Hopefully that's okay. Yeah, that's um, right. I know. Unfortunately, the last couple times we've gotten together have been when you weren't able to make it. But, uh, well, you know. But all that's, all that's coming too close. It's going to be good. Nice. And so now, what we got coming up? We have uh, we have you went to the show and yeah. like you said, you documented everything. I did. I started. Uh, we did a little pre funk at the bar. Uh, I recorded the whole thing going into the show. I mean, not the whole thing. It's bits and pieces, but you get the you get the feel for the night. I even recorded a couple of tracks. Like I literally got up front row and I just put the phone in my pocket and turned it on record and recorded a couple of tracks so you could get a sense of what I'm talking about and just how badass these guys are. Well, in my head, you know, I keep picturing you like one of those like girls screaming at the Beatles, you know? Oh, most definitely. Like, like, yeah, like, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear this, man. Oh, yeah, I was definitely screaming like like one of the girls of the Beatles. I was just freaking out. (laughs) Hopefully you didn't pass out. (laughs) I don't remember. I hit my head. (laughs) What happened? I missed it. All right, well, let's check it out. What do you think? Yeah, all right, let's do it. Here it is. Hey, Fonzcast listeners. This is Josh. We're uh, recording some segments, and my segment is going to be about going out to see the best bluegrass band in the world, the Del McCurry Band at the Aladdin Theater. We are at the bar next to the Aladdin for a little pre-show burger. Uh, I'm here with uh, a bunch of my pals. I'm here with Rachel and Chad, which makes up Tenbrook. I'm here with Chip and his gal, Nicole. Hey, Uncle Chippy, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, would you, where would you rate the Del McCurry Band? 12. So, you're, so you would agree they're the best blue, bluegrass band in the world? They are absolutely the best bluegrass. My favorite bluegrass band, almost of all time. Nice, uh, Chad. If you were going to rate them uh, on a scale of one to ten, with twelve being the highest, where would you rate them? Uh, I definitely just listen to Uncle Chippy because he knows what he's talking about. He does, he does know what he's talking about. Uh, Rachel, do you have an opinion on this? I'm eating a French fry. Yeah, the food did just get here, so we won't stay long. But I just want to let you know that I'll, I'll, I'll keep you uh, posted. We'll record some little bits throughout the night, but we're here to see the Del McCurry Band. Here we go. All right, Fonzcast listeners, first we were in the bar, now we're in the car, on a mission to go see the, Ala- uh, the Del McCurry Band at the Aladdin Theater, and we're having a little pre-funk in, in the car. Uh, you know, it's legal here in Oregon. It's legal in Oregon. Right. 
So the Del McCurry band, for those of you who don't know, uh, Del McCurry is a living icon for bluegrass music, and his sons have gone on to have just be amazing musicians. And uh, Ronnie and Robbie, as two boys, play in the band. Ronnie is, I would say, probably the best mandolin player in the world. I was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, I would definitely agree. Yeah, he's incredible, and uh, Robbie's no slouch. I mean, none of they're all amazing, but. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll check back in when we're in the show. But here we are, from the bar to the car, next to the theater. Okay, we've made it into the theater. We managed to score front row seats. Unfucking believable I'll keep you posted. All right, we've got our seats. I'm going to try and turn on the recorder during the program so you can just get a taste of what I'm talking about. They really don't condone on uh, recording from the crowd, but I'm going to risk it, even though there's a security guard right next to us, but... Uh, we'll see what happens, folks. I'll try and get a little sample for you. Recorded by the great Bill Monroe with Earl Scruggs on the
Set's over. There was a couple songs. Uh, that last one, High on the Mountaintop, he was calling for requests and I yelled that out. I got a personal eye-to-eye -eye contact from Dell on that one. So the deal is, is they're allowing general admission up front. So we got front row seats, but there's probably like a 10 or 15 foot space where they're allowing people to stand. So we just hustled our way up to the front and I've been literally hugging the rail, just like standing, watching these guys go. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Uh, I'll try and get another song or two if I can, but uh, God, this is incredible. Uh, that's it for now, over and out.
was the Delma Curry Band. Absolutely amazing. Blew our minds. Uh, hope you enjoyed that, Fonzcast listeners. That was my contribution to the show. My cheeks hurt so much from Yeah, smiling. there was a lot of smiling. We got to be front row, calling out songs, making eye contact, interacting with the band. That was incredible. Um, wow. Just nothing but wow on that one. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, take care. Woo! Viva Fonzcast. Well, John, sounds like you had a really good time there, buddy. It was good, man. I didn't, ex- you know, it was general admission. I did not anticipate getting front row, and then I definitely didn't anticipate getting actually right up to the stage. I mean, I was like eye contact. Uh, I mean, I said it in that bit, but there was one point I yelled out for a song, and they heard me like, "Oh, we'll play that." And then like Dell, uh, you know, the man's got to be like eighty years old. Gave me like the finger guns, like gave me a little shot, like that one was for you. It was nice, awesome, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, so like you got up to the front, like. You have to push like some old people out of the way. No, no, we uh, <laughs> we because we got in there early, and when we went to the bar um, next door, the bar next door actually gives you a wristband which lets you go into like a set through a separate door. So, um, Ooh, that's cool. yeah, so we oh, were able man. to sneak in and we got in, and we kind of figured out pretty quick what that, that there was going to be people standing in front of us, even though we had seats right in front, there was a big space, so we just jumped up in front and went for it. Well, you are well, you are the former president of the Oregon Bluegrass Association. Well, I, mean, I don't I don't want to throw my weight around, but uh So that's why they took care of you. Let's just, you know, come on. We, everybody needs to know you're plugged in, Josh. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. I got to well, let's just put it this way. I did get to stand in front of the vice president for the Oregon Bluegrass Association. So it's, it's got some weight. Man, uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Thanks for putting all that together, man. Like, yeah, that's turned out to be real. It turned out to be a really good show. Yeah, oh, it was a great show. It was really fun to do. It was fun to just kind of have this little side mission of recording stuff for the Fonz cast, like, uh, like the last one I did when I went to that football game or whatever. Like, just, yeah, it's fun to do. Yeah, it is fun. It's really, it's, it, yeah, it's just well, you know, we're all kind of being ourselves, I think. Right? Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> um, well, shoot, I guess that's it, huh? Yeah. So uh, I guess I gotta say a big thank you to, again, Jeff Todd at OnePerfectShotDB.com, right? And uh, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on SoundCloud, both at the Fonzcast. We're on Twitter. Yep. At the Fonzcast, right? Yep. Yep. Facebook. And we're on Facebook, the Fonzcast, and then we are. Uh, where else are we, Josh? YouTube. We got a YouTube station now. We got, we're putting up, there's some full episodes you can listen to there if you want. There's some of the segments that we've brought in that are kind of isolated. You can hear just a little bit of so some segments. There's some other, just like, just some weird, other weird videos. Yeah, that's, I, I, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, I believe we are also on iTunes and any of your Android podcast apps where you, I don't know how they work, so you guys know. Yeah, that's there. right. And I Check suppose if you... Big shout out to Nick, too. Yeah, absolutely, Nick and Mike, and we got to get back together soon. But you know, yeah, in the Kira, meantime, Kira, we miss you, Kathy, we miss you. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Looking forward to seeing everybody tomorrow. If you're going to be there. Yep, yep. So, looking forward to seeing people at the party. Well, all right, man. I guess uh, I guess we should let everybody go. All right, over and out. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>